Hey ladies, I'm Kendra. I'm Nama. And I'm Adelise. And we are Three Three Dope Dope Wives. With over 20 years of collective experience, we're here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really like. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Well, friends, welcome to another episode of Three Dope Wives. Uh, this is your girl, Kendra, in the house with my girls, Adelise and Noma. How y'all doing today? Hey, hey, hey. How are you guys? I'm I'm chilling pretty good. Um, not not much new things. Actually, I do have some new juiciness. So I started, okay. a, I started another company, y'all. And I I'm not saw gonna the not picnic. Gonna, yeah, I wasn't going to announce it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I <laughs> followed fine. you. You're fine. Yes, I yes, followed yes. you. I'm late. Yes. What happened? So I started another business. Uh-huh. Look at Adelie's, um, like, taking all the business away. Come through, look, girl. Coach just give me all the time in the world to just I love it. I love think. it. Come on. So I started another business, and it's pretty much um, a luxury pop-up picnic. Um, So, you know, it's a it's the standard picnic but just revamped and more luxurious um more detail so it's gonna it's good like date night and proposal anniversary and so come on event planning yeah how do we we book how do we book i need one for my birthday shoot so um when your birthday's in august right august so i'm i'm thinking of launching september so um but I, I can I could do that. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yes. Okay. I was like, don't leave your girl hanging now. I'm over here saying I want to do it. Yes. <laughs> that is so funny. I'm so proud of you, girl. You. I mean, I'm living my life Good. one day at a time. Um, oh, I joined the Mommy Nation Challenge. Okay. Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. Yes. So you out here doing 50 hundred sit-ups, push-ups. So that we have the jump rope challenge. And ah. the goal is to get to 1,500. And okay. you know your girl likes a healthy competition. Yeah. I'm over here trying to win all the goodies. Because yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're over there like handing out prices. I'm like, what? what is happening? I'm, I know I'm fit and I got this, you right. know? Yeah. Right. Speaking of prizes, um, I won a prize at our church couples so conference. And so je- okay. Kendra I was, was like, hating hard. It's a look, the unchristian thing to do. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, girl, congratulations. I was like, hi, y'all. We oh, hi, I, I, prize. <laughs> I was, I was like, I paid for the conference. It was a lot of people that got in for free. I was like, well, we paid, so definitely we're going to get a prize. People because it was on Facebook Live. I know, but I mean, so it, so a lot of people got to go for free. So I'm like, I hope that nobody that went for free win. So right. I'm terrible. Like, at least I paid. You know, girl. At least I, you know paid. I need to be. I, you know I need to be at the conference. I need <laughs> Jesus to work on me. <laughs> I hear you. It's a mess. I'm a mess. I was just talk my husband about church and just missing it and missing just being in community, you know. And virtuals just I get it's different. I guess high track. Yeah, it ain't yeah. Oh it's, it's true. 
Same. Okay, so ADHD. it worked for a little bit, but then you just tired. Of right, it. right, right. In the beginning of quarantine, it was working, and now I'm just like I can't, I can't even focus. Like right. girl. Even the introverts want to go outside. And what's okay. crazy to me is seeing people who actually out here acting like ain't no Rona. Right. <laughs> you're not wearing masks. You're living your best life. They I'm like, okay. living their best life. And I'm sitting up here staring at my husband like, oh, but you're giving me problems. But you, see all these people, <laughs> you see all these people at the beach. You see all these people having parties. I want to have a party. I want to go to the beach. But you're pregnant. But so you're you pregnant, Kendra. Oh, yeah. You got at least after I'm, 15 weeks that where you're like out, you know, it's it's different. You have yeah. you're just high risk. So you need yeah. to just keep, keep sitting, child. I ain't loving it, honey. This sitting is driving <laughs> me insane because you know I'm extroverted. I'm like, I need some people. people. I need I need to go out there. I need to be out here hugging and loving on the people. How y'all doing? Oh. So I'm missing it. But I had a birthday. I turned 40. Kendra, that photo shoot. Come through, yes, okay? I, I will. I will in a minute. I, can't I am wait. having. She has the balloons. The, I want to see a product. I am excited. I have to. Okay, so I'm doing this today. I'm going to sit down and select my final photos because okay. I have to go into his system and I'm like liking too many of them. So <laughs> I have to like go in and narrow down my selection to the package because I get the shoes. I get five. Okay. Which is That's decent. No, yeah. so decent. What you should do then is put them out there on our page and see and put the toll and see like thumbs up to see what everyone else thinks. I might. I just the watermarks, you know, that kind of look a little tacky to me. I don't think that's the problem. You just nah. say, I, I just can't. I just can't make a selection. They know. Yeah. I just can't make a selection. Help me. Meet so I'm going to see if I can get down to like maybe 10 and then maybe I put the final 10 up and see what people say. Selected. Yeah, because I'm going to do I'm going to do that. Um, for my birthday too, because I know I cannot make up my mind in any. Yeah. So. One thing I did learn though is never do a photo shoot in the summer outside in Texas. Amen. That is ridiculous. Girl, we had ours Friday, and we. Did How was it? About, it was really good. Nova acted like a complete turd, but oh. it's okay. That we got some dysfunctional family pictures, which is which is a okay. That's normal. Yeah, that's what happens in that little right. Isn't right. that like that, part? That, that's of real the, life. Yeah. Know, that's not yeah, Instagram. I'm, ex- I'm excited. That's exciting. Well, ladies, um, I'm so excited to get up into today's topic because um, we are still in Blackout July, even though it is the last uh, Monday of July. But we're talking about how being whole can make us whole. Um, and, and, and we know, ladies, that, you know, taking care of yourself is really just so essential. But it can fall by the wayside in the midst of dealing with our daily woes, right? I mean, as wives, as black women, we carry a lot on our shoulders and especially in our current social and political climate. I mean, we got turd head, uh, politician. Turd head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got, we got uh, black lives matter movement. We got so many conversations going on, you know, that, that, that wellness kind of becomes a thing that we're not really focused on, but it's essential to us being, you know, the best woman that we can be so that we can be the best wives, mothers, and friends that we can be. I know, I just know for me personally, I've been seeing a therapist and it's one of the best things I've done for myself. You know, uh, it's a part of my mental health. It keeps me centered in reality and the things I can reasonably change and affect. So it's like, I'm not trying to 
you know, do too much, not overwhelming myself, not taking on too many issues. It's great to have that outlet as one way, I would say, of being um, whole. So so how do you guys feel um, things have been affecting you so far, both socially and politically, like when you think of everything that's going on and what are you doing to combat, you know, some of the weight of everything? So for me, um, I'm really not into the whole politic thing. I feel like everything that's going on politically right now, regardless of what party would be um, being represented, I feel like it would it would still be a mess. Just our, our I, I'm not in agreement with how the U.S. Um, handles things politically. I feel yeah. like it's all BS hands down like across the board yeah. we need a whole revamp of a whole of jesus a whole a whole jesus, a whole, jesus, whole situation. like jesus we, we need a whole new political system so i'm not i don't get involved with that and i don't let it affect me because i feel like the whole thing is just a hot mess now the the socially things um those things are um hit home a little bit more you know, with the black lives matter movement and you know yeah. um police brutality and all that stuff um so for me, I think I've just been trying to stay grounded and being present with my family. And yeah. when I say that, um, you know, I, we, t- we often take time for granted. And before COVID, we were ripping and running. Our schedules were, were busy, busy, busy. And it was very rare, besides a little bit of time on Sundays where it's like family time, but it was very rare where we all were present. We all were still. We all were in one one location um, and just enjoying that, right? Like the phones, like, yeah, we, we pick up our phone from here time to time, but now we're just more intentional on just being present and enjoying and appreciating um, our home and the family and the friends that we do have. Um, so yeah. I think that's what I've been doing mm-hmm. to keep me grounded. Um, my husband, um, has been seeking therapy, uh, once a week. And so that's mm-hmm. his way. And then he meditates regularly. Like that's like his thing. Um, as well as just other, you know, little spiritual factors here and there. So what about you, Noma? I agree with you, Alice, on the political level. I just don't think, you know, I like to get myself involved in that. I think I don't necessarily agree with the way things are handled in the country. However, uh, my husband discusses a lot of political stuff. So I find myself, you know, picking a thing or two, but, you know, just putting down my opinion as always. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want to talk about it. It's fine, you know, let's move past that. Um, in terms of <clears throat> uh, being around my family, I like the fact, so for me, I always say COVID-19 has been a blessing for me. It hasn't been a curse. And I would say that because <clears throat> now I spend more time for me, okay? So I spend, when I was before COVID-19, every morning I'm running out the door, right? And, you know, I mean, you guys know I used to take the train. So I would run out the door, drive to the train station, get on the train and get to work. But now I don't do any of that anymore. So I wake up in the morning. I get my I, I, I send my husband to work and I send my kid to daycare. And then I get a good workout in for an hour, 30 minutes, do my meditation and then log on. So it's keeping me more grounded. Like Adelie said, you know, I'm beginning to learn a little bit about myself 
and you know being on this platform with you ladies this is therapy for me i like to talk i'm a talker i'm not i don't know how to keep things in i i, I have never been that person and i would never be that person and i have come to accept me for who i am so i like to talk that is my own therapy right mm. and um when i talk i let things off my chest right and uh i love the fact that we are home mm. i just hate the fact that i can't go to church mm. but i love the fact that we are home um in terms of spiritually you know reading my bible connecting again doing the bible study at home uh that is how i'm protecting my own safe space you know mm. and being with my family you know being there for them being with my daughter more you know um than i was before is um it's it's a blessing i mean i'm i mean i'm liking the fact that we're home <laughs> i'm just i'm just going to be honest i mean i i am i am i wish i was child more no <laughs> look can't you try I to wish get I out was. in these streets <laughs> she's like i, I wanna... want to so bad <laughs> but I there's do. social there's social media you just you just get social i, I, I cannot i'm tired with social media like i Lately, I've been finding myself trying to get away from things because one thing that I found in the way of just stressors, right, and like um, things that cause issue for me is getting involved in things that just are not my business. And I said, when I turn 40, I'm minding my business. Like, I'm not getting involved (laughs) in anything (laughs) that I'm minding my own business because this is it. I am like, I am really trying to maintain my peace, like so seriously, peace peace in this season of my life is just paramount. It is above everything. Like I'm not trying. If I don't love it like that, I'm letting it go. I'm bypassing it. I'm leaving it alone. It ain't my business. I'm, I'm, I'm going about my day. So on social media, there's so many fights happening on yep. social media. And I mean, sucks people, you win. And it yeah. does. Cause you yeah. see one little thing, one little issue you passionate about. And you see that one jerk that says something that you ain't like. And so like, you feel like, Oh, let me just let, page let me let you know. <laughs> let me fact check what you talking about. And right. Like, I don't have, you know what? I don't got no energy. I look at stuff and I'm like, you know what? That ain't my business. Scroll by. No, um, you no, you're right. In terms of social media. My mm-hmm. only thing is like, I think it takes a lot of discipline to kind of take your mind away from those things. So for me, yeah. social media, I'm using it for the positive. Yeah, I think I've been trying to limit my screen time because there was a period where I was spending far too much time on social media. Like, I mean, and I think lots of people have been, especially if you've been quarantining like you're supposed to be, right? (laughs) So then you're, you definitely like, that's my only way of connecting with people all like that or getting in a, in a social space, so to speak, right? Because it ain't no uh, happy hour popping off. You're not going to roll through the, um, you know, the local spot where you can go and get you, you know, your $5 drink and your nachos or whatever, meeting up with your homegirl. But see, that's what I'm hating right now because I'm starting to see people out here on yeah, these dates. happening. It it's is. Happening, and I want yeah. to I I meet up with my homegirls and get some nachos. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm so want to go outside. But so, I, you know, I think those are all good practices, you know. Um, I think your husband got a good practice going at least. And I think um, no matter that whole hour and a half in the morning, it sounds like a good stress relief. Um, I think there's a couple different ways that we can focus on just being whole and being healthy and taking care of our issues. Um, I know that, you know, we have some unique stressors because we're black women, but you know, 
all women, I think, can can benefit from therapy. I think uh, meditation. Meditation is a good one too, Adelie. Yeah. Uh, to your point, I really like yep. that practice. Of just because sitting still, getting centered, focusing on something positive. It takes practice, though. It does. It does. To it be consistent. To be it consistent. takes practice. Well, to focus, right? <laughs> to focus. That's right. really what it takes practice to really learn how to be still like we can't my, my husband meditates in the morning before nova wakes up because once nova's up like there there's absolutely no chance <laughs> yeah and so i can't so much well i can but i haven't found a good time for me to engage in any kind of meditation because mm-hmm. i'm trying to get my z's until yeah. he wakes up because I need all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout the day, I'm just busy. So I don't really find that time. But for my husband, um, he handle I, I feel like I handle stress a little bit different from, than him. And I feel like I can take on a lot more than he can before he's like, OK, this is way too much. So but for him like it shows up differently because I think no. as women, we do that. <clears throat> we do oh, that. Yeah, but I feel absolutely. like it shows up. We take on the stress. Yeah. And I think that we do better, better than women. men when it comes to like juggling the stress. Yeah, but, but, like, yeah. but like it shows up in different places in our life still. You don't. I mean, do you think? So for me, I feel like I, it gets to a point where it does. So I'm really good with juggling the stress and, and just make it, managing, right? Like things yeah. got to get done. Things happen. Like I, I can't, I can't focus on this stress because if I do other things are going, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my, my momentum or things are going to go down from the, by the wayside. Right. So right, I yeah. don't have time to simmer in stress things. We got to keep it pushing. Right. So that's my mentality. Yeah. He, my husband, on the other hand, he struggles with that. He's like, no, I'm, I'm stressing. So meditation has always been before COVID. Like that yeah. is his yeah. regimen. He has to meditate every day. Yeah. He has to be. And then he, he does other faith and spiritual practices like reading his Bible. That's another thing that he has to do every single day. If yeah. he falls off of these mental and psychological things that make him whole, it, it's a it's a struggle. And then especially now with all this um, Black Lives Matter and he's seeing, you know, uh, black men getting killed left and right. And and that messes with him, too, because he's a black man. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. I, you know, I can only imagine. I mean, I, I think it was great that we had our husbands on last week um, yeah. to kind of talk to them a little bit. But I think that is a big deal with when you think about being a black man and dealing with that that other stress. I mean, I think right. we deal with it differently, but you know, definitely it's a next level for them. Right. Cause even though we're getting killed, you know, at similar rate, they're getting, they are um, perpetually seen as a threat. And so I think that that is, um, that's definitely very weighty. And then as wives, if you think about it, we care, we are feeling that stress for our husbands or for our children. Right. And so that's just another thing. So Mm -hmm. I think, like you said, you know, therapy, meditation and, and other faith spiritual practices, like it, it's so important um, in the black community and in, in any community really to, yeah. to to give us that that wholeness that we need. I think that's good. Noma, you are big on the nutrition and and the physical wellness, which is really another area where we um, where we need to focus. Now, I can't personally. I wish I could. <laughs> uh, for right now, uh, my nutrition sucks. 
but you've been really good. <laughs> you've been really good at like eating real healthy and doing your physical health thing. I mean, can you talk to us a little bit about that and how that's possibly helping you? Well, I mean, again, I mean, I, I think I had said this um, on one of the episodes that we recorded. Um, my job is is very <laughs> is very different. is is from is from nine a.m. to whenever the job gets done. I mean, there is no end time. So um, for me, it's very paramount that I eat healthy and I work out just to get my energy up for the whole day. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't eat chips or I don't eat um, um, uh, bread or pasta and rice. I do every now and then because the, the, the way my workout is set up, I burn so much calories and I have to, you know, um, put that back so that that way I'm able to focus in, on um, on work and whatever it is that I'm doing. But for the most part, I try to stay, I try to eat clean and um, it has helped me a lot. Like I said, uh, I think the problem that we all struggle with is, you know, trying to have the energy throughout the day, right? And I have a toddler and my toddler, oh God, she is very energetic. So for me, doing this, eating right, working out keeps me going with her, you know, keeping up with her pace as well. It keeps me younger too, you know. I'm always I'm always about looking good. Mm-hmm. You know, looking cute and staying fresh. Uh-huh. So um, to do that, I have to, you know, back it up with my nutrition and my workout. And also, you know, in the black community, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like um, ailments that you see, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's cancer or, or stroke or diabetes, diabetes or heart disease, or there's a lot. And it, even with COVID, COVID is taking down more black people than it's taking other races. So yeah. for me, it's just very paramount that, you know, you keep your nutrition right and you keep your fitness level right. I mean, yeah. whatever that entails, you just have to be active. Like I see Adelie's on the Peloton. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, <laughs> she's killing me. Every day I see her, I'm like, should I get a absolutely. Peloton to add on, you right. know, to my, to my machines? But she's and I killing think- it. You know, it's physical, physical uh, wholeness and nutritional wholeness. It it looks different for everybody. Exactly. So it doesn't necessarily have to be you got to get on a bike for 30 minutes or you got to go right. run a mile for 30 minutes. It's any kind of physical activity. activity right. Yeah. So even if it's you going on a stroll with your husband, like you're being physically you're that's not only going to affect you physical your physical wholeness but that's also probably going to overlap into your mental as well because exactly. it's giving yeah. you a time to connect with your spouse it's giving right. you a time to 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 talk right and right. so all, any kind of physical activity and then food wise it's all about balance Right. You don't have to be a vegetarian or you don't have to not eat carbs and do keto. Like it's all about balance. And then all of our bodies are are so our physiological makeup is so different. So, like, for instance, I tried keto and it didn't it just wasn't for me. It didn't work for me. It didn't work at all. It didn't work for me, too. it, uh, it worked. worked. It worked for me. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm big I in both saw, y'all. <laughs> I saw differences and I saw where it did work, but 
maintaining that lifestyle that's hard. Was really really hard that's i did hard. i was yeah. vegan too and, and the same for thing. me vegetarian mm-hmm. life was weight i was so good with giving up meat like I, that, that for me it was nothing so it was easier for me to maintain a vegetarian life versus keto same thing when I was pescatarian. Like, I've tried all of them. I have yeah, not tried yeah. vegan because I absolutely love me some cheese. Oh. <laughs> no, vegan, them. vegan, vegan is a bit be- like that one is a whole beast. Like, that one, you're literally just not eating anything. Not that dairy. Eating That's not treat. true. There's a, a woman I follow, Tabitha Brown, and she's like blowing up right now. But this woman is a vegan and she's a black woman. And she is like, when I tell you, she be finding all the dupes. Like all oh, I know it's out like, there. Like she's, so, so, she's got so. the vegan cheese. She's got the vegan everything, and and it it's looks like there. you yeah, can do a, it. I you just like gotta. I think a it's a work. It does. It takes a lot of learn. work. You yeah. gotta learn a couple things. You gotta learn how to shop different. You yeah. gotta find out like where because you can't just like run up the street to Kroger. You know what I'm saying? No. Like you probably can to get a couple things. You gotta go to Trader but if you want to eat good, sprouts, yeah, you gotta go do that type of food, thing. Right. And then you might want to hit up the farmers market whenever they open in a in a in a COVID free world. But like. Right all of that kind of stuff and then on top of that you are in the kitchen probably 90 percent of the time because you to prepare these delicious meals that look so good that takes time and energy i'll tell you i'll tell you though when i went vegan um and i'm probably gonna go back again but when i went vegan i lost 30 pounds 30 pounds how long were you vegan i was vegan for almost four months you lost 30 pounds and four. That's I, I, I did lose 30 pounds and I was shedding every damn week. It was, oh, yeah. it was like, I was literally almost shrinking. So that's similar because to like I wasn't, Daniel. I wasn't, I wasn't eating meat. I wasn't eating all that processed stuff. I wasn't eating processed stuff. I was drinking lots of water, lots of fluid, yeah. lots of, I mean, I was eating fruits, yeah. but I couldn't even eat because I was doing vegan and low, um, low, low carb. carb. Yeah, so, so you I was eat so many uh, uh, fruits. Yes, fruit, veggies. Like I was loading myself with mixed veggies and broccoli and spinach and you know spinach smoothie and you know all that variety. It is hard to be vegan. Vegetarian mm-hmm. is still okay. <laughs> vegan is a is a different beast. Like I yeah, mean, it takes it takes delicious. a whole complete mindset change. I like my eggs. I can't live without. <laughs> Like you, like you, Kendra. Though I have a girlfriend that she's a she's a vegan chef, and she be posting stuff on social media. I just be like, oh my, she makes vegan donuts. I know. Vegan. Shout out. Who, 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 is, who is your friend? Who is your friend? She is underscore mama mama hill underscore. Just look up mama hill on Instagram. Okay. She's based in Jersey. And we're working on trying to figure out a way she could ship me some vegan donuts, child, because them things be looking fire. I bet they do. I oh, mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there Good. are ways that you can do it. So I guess for whoever's out there who's listening, you know, there's different ways you can do what you need to do to get the nutrients that you want to get if you're disciplined enough. Listen to these two, because I'm not the example. I'm eating <laughs> horribly. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm still eating birthday cake. Like, I'm just, that's what I'm doing. Kendra, so it's, when, it's, it's totally fine. Have, like, it's, what kind of cake? 
Oh, had girl, I had. So my husband got me this cake made. It is a uh, it's a lemon strawberry cake. Ooh, that Ooh I know. Good. I, I wouldn't stop eating that. Child, listen, <laughs> that listen. It was really good. So I had a lot of great things to say at the beginning. It was very, very lovely. It was very pretty decorated. Uh-huh. Um, It was fresh made the, the very first day. And it's a good cake. However, uh-huh. however, it is not a gourmet cake. That's a box cake. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying what to support, my, I'm trying to support people in my community right now. I'm trying to keep this black dollar circulating. Um, so I feel like, I feel like my girl made me some Duncan Hines. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got, oh, Duncan, Ooh, Hines, Duncan, Duncan Hines, lemon, Duncan Hines, strawberry, Shut put that together. Up. Boom. Oh, I, I feel man. like I was, t- I was like this. I was like, this cake is really good, but it I feel like I've had this cake before. You know, kind of thing. Oh, really? oh, oh man. Okay. Box cake. I think it was box cake. Cause every okay, so like you know how box cake, lemon cake is really, really, really yellow. Yeah. Whereas when you go to like um a bakery and you get a lemon cake, it's really like white. White. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not, yeah, it's yeah. the flavor. The flavor and it be like it's like a whole different type yes, of lemon. Right. So I, I really feel like that was a box cake. Oh, it was super but yellow. It was it was super yellow. But oh. and, and, and the strawberry was super super pink. Pink. Oh no! So I was like it was a good cake. She tried to you know drop a couple strawberries in the in the you know and bake it up in there. Yeah. So it was good. It was look. I can't say the cake wasn't good. But it wasn't no gourmet from scratch, chef made type situation. Right. So that that part I was disappointed with. But it, in the box, it was pretty. It looked like you went and picked it up from the bakery, and right. you know all that. And it was it was fresh. It was good, but it was not gourmet. So that was my only my only little gripe is that I was hoping, you know what I'm saying, for some of that. Ooh, you know, because yeah. I've had some cake that just make you be like, yeah, baby. I, mm. no, I I hear you. I hear so, you. Something, but, but something popped in my mind, y'all. Really, right. really quick. Something popped in my mind. So going back to the physical health. Yeah. And and y'all can chime in, please do. So for me, mm-hmm. when when I'm on top of my physical wholeness, uh, yeah. whether that be exercising, engaging in some kind of form of activity, um, I feel like I'm in better shape. And I'm in a and I'm in a better mood for sex. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's, amen. that's true. Say it again. Say it again, Adelie. Say it for the people Working in the back. Make you feel sexy. Say it. Say it again for the people in the back. So I feel like when I am physically whole, yeah. I am in more of a better shape and a be- and I feel better in a better mood for sex. That's true. And I feel like that can be really big for a a marriage. Period. Huge. You kidding right. me? Yeah, this is a very important thing. Yes. And then two, sometimes sex, as Marvin Gaye used to say, can be healing. But you know the problem is though, is that sometimes, especially wives, we get pent up with everything that we're dealing with, and mm-hmm. that, that we're letting that stress block your sexual energy from flowing so that you're not able to get it on with your husband now some some actually use sex as a stress relief like i'm frustrated popping yeah i mean i do i do i do both so like i like the physical activity it's great because i get my sweat on everything my whole body is like energized but then the sexual activity too 
is a great stress reliever for me, especially after that long day at work. I mean, come on. <laughs> so no, you, mean, feel, you feel like, oh, I'm baby, now ready to, to sleep, feel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a physical feel good and yeah. there's a sexual feel good. I like both. I mean, hey. Can't Equally, 100%. I think I think if you've been married for any amount of time, I hope you're getting it in. I really do. Um, it's it's good for you. It's good for him. It's good for the relationship. Um, definitely sexual healing. I ain't been able to get none because my pregnancy nausea. Everything's <laughs> real. It's so real. Every time I think about sex, I'd be like, oh, I got a lot of me when I was pregnant, though. <laughs> I think it gets wait. Will you just on. wait till your third trimester? Yeah, maybe in my third trimester, I'm gonna be like, bounce. You just, I know. My, my husband had to, he always ran away from the house because I'm, I be get, I be wanting it every single minute from the, the back, form, from the front, the everywhere. <laughs> He's like, living, this girl down. is sick. <laughs> Ain't nothing, but I, I mean, I get that. I just right now in this first uh, this first uh, trimester, I can't. I just. I, I think of, I'm like, I think I have like many moments where I feel like I could maybe do it. I'm like, okay, yes, let's do it. I'm not even kidding. 60 seconds later, I'm like, eh, ain't gonna work. Right. Nah. Ain't gonna work. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to get you excited, sir. I just, that's my bad. My bad. And mm-hmm. I think like even after pregnancy, remember when uh, uh, the Smiths came on, even after pregnancy, you know, it's, that's another thing too. The Smith, you know, on like the Smiths, like the 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 guys that had the gym, and we were talking about like trying to snap back after pregnancy. So that too is a thing. Like before, preg- when you're pregnant, before pregnancy, when you're pregnant, and after pregnancy, after pregnancy, some people just lose it all together because they can't get their phys- they can't get their physical right. They're not looking good. They don't feel good. They don't, yeah. you know, and because they don't feel good, they're like, well. I don't know that I want to have sex, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, but to add to your point and to Adelisa's point, I mean, it is about, I mean, there are a lot of factors that go into that part, right? I mean, part of it is one, your own physical confidence, right? If you don't feel attractive um, yep. because of whatever, right? It could be the things that you're dealing with. It could be that you didn't packed on a quarantine 15 and now, you know, you don't feel like, you know, as sexy as you were. Right. And so now you don't want to, you're like, no, I'll turn the lights out. I don't turn it on. Right. We can't fool turn with the lights, lights so, I mean, out. I mean, all of that. You don't so, feel I mean, comfortable I think, in your own skin. You exactly. But I think that um, what really encompasses everything when we talk about wholeness, um, you know, outside of the things that we need to do, I mean, to handle our mental, physiological, when we talk about dealing with our um, our physical aspects, you know, and our nutritional aspects, I think at the crux of everything really is our emotional Absolutely. wellness. You know yeah, what I mean? I how how yeah. we are how we're responding, how we are uh, dealing with the different things that that we're having to deal with. So I think, you know, Adelise, you've been studying this. This is your uh, wheelhouse when it comes down to emotional health and all of that. And I, I mean, you know, is there anything you can think of like that can help us to kind of get an idea of what that emotional wholeness looks like or any examples you can draw from? Absolutely. So um, with emotional wellness, um, it, compl- it, it, it it's a 
aspect of our life and of the wellness circle, I guess you have, um, that, that pretty much sticks with us from when we're small, right? So our, as we grow and as we experience life, our emotional wholeness kind of is like a roller coaster. It goes like up and down, up and down, up and down, depending on what season we're in, depending on what happens. So I think, especially now the season that we're in with um, everything that's going on between COVID-19, police brutality, Black Lives Matter, everything that we have just been talking about these last couple weeks, um, mm-hmm. the emotional wholeness could be one of those things where it, it takes a toll on us, right? So for instance, you know, the whole Breonna Taylor um, case that's going on right now, those officers that killed her are still have are still living their best lives. Like Girl. they're out there. Mm. They're out there doing Run their on. thing. And so that can that can play with the emotional wholeness of her family, of her close ones, um, of of the community, of the black yeah. community in general, right? Because yeah. We're, we're angry because we're like, no, absolutely not. Like this, this girl got murdered and her killers are out there chilling, you know, and actually, you know what, just, I want to just add to that because the truth of the matter is, I think that we are emotionally stressed out about Brianna Taylor. I mean, like how many people have, um, have pled and put out open like even Beyonce put out an open letter right to the mayor yeah, yep. of that city and then you have artists like Toby Wigway who created an entire song dedicated yep. to uh, arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor yep. like there's 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 I think that that is a huge mm-hmm. stressor especially you know just to tie into our whole blackout month right like we've got we've, we've been talking about the image of black women in society and yep. how we haven't had you know uh the level of care um and justice that and we success, have deserved everything and we all of that it, yeah. over the years up to this point and this is just a, a a stark example of how true that is yep. absolutely absolutely so i think you know some of the things that you can do um to to really strive for a whole a wholesome emotional um wellness is and this goes like you said with success with with everything is to gain control after a failure and so what that looks like pretty much a failure distorts our perceptions and it makes us believe that our goals are no longer attainable so the failure is in brianna's case her not um them not arresting the officers that's the failure yes pretty much for brianna um in the case of let's just say a a black woman that has has been you know trying to um start a business or you know grow up the corporate ladder like any 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 kind of failure it could be business ventures educational um uh, social political anything Mm -hmm. um we have to um get gain control after that, after that failure, because, um, we become demoralized and then we lose motivation if we don't. Yes. You're, yes. you're, you're very right. Like, I mean, even for our sanity, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. good to like gain that control so that that way you don't feel like you said that your goals are not attainable. You know, yep. once, once, once you, I mean, I guess, would you also say like, Failure is also a part of the journey. And so when it happens, you don't just stay there. You Absolutely. try to come Absolutely. out of it. That's why you have to gain control. 
Right. You know, you can't let the failure control you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think, you know, in going back to Brianna, Brianna Taylor's, our control is um, raising that awareness, Um, having the celebrities that are demanding justice, the ones that are speaking up and using their platform. So that is where they're gaining control because the system has failed us. Right. And so that is that is our gaining control. And so I think another um, important thing, and this again goes with with everything that's going on, is finding meaning in the loss mm. and in mm. Trump. Mm. Right. That's so, hard, Adelise. That's yeah, hard. I was just gonna say tell that. Us, is hard. Tell us. I mean, shed some more light on that. So I think one thing that distinguishes those who thrive emotionally after experiencing loss or trauma of some sort from those who do not is their ability to eventually find meaning in their experiences to derive purpose. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty much gaining, finding your the meaning in the loss and using that loss to find a new purpose. That is actually wow. really that good. Is, yeah. I, I think, I think about that when I think about the loss of my kids last year, Absolutely. like that, that is hard. Finding is. meaning in the loss. It is. Especially it when you're, time. It does, especially when you're a believer, like when you're a Christian and trying to find the meaning and the loss, you're like, you know what? I don't see it. I don't right. see it. I don't What's feel it. Meaning? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not. And then especially if you're a Christian, we sometimes become angry with God. Right. But yeah, that's a whole right? other rabbit hole that we're going to. Oh, another <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> we ain't going to go do it. Down with, but it takes time. It takes time to be able to train yourself that, that way. Um, but when you do train yourself um to be able to to find that purpose um you want to think about what you lost you don't mm-hmm. want to think about just about what you lost but you also want to think about what you gained through mm-hmm. that loss mm-hmm. which again takes a lot of time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is hard so i mean for like kind of going back to to brianna um mm-hmm. we lost her but and the same thing with George Floyd and same thing with all the other black lives that we've, we've been losing. Right. But we're gaining a, a movement, a change that's yes. happened slowly. Slowly. And it's yeah. slowly, but, but people are talking and to the, yeah. to the issues that were once brushed up under the rug or yeah. people turned their cheek. It's open now. now. It's open. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of people are having conversations. Like, I feel like everywhere yes. we turn, there's conversations happening with regards to race relations, right? Right. And there's, I mean, like, you've got uh, people in the faith community that are having these talks. I know John Gray and Joel Osteen had to sit down and talked about it. Um, we've seen uh, people having conversations on the Breakfast Club talking about it. We've seen yep. people... Um, just uh having uh these one on one there's a guy skip and somebody that my husband watches skip and Bailey? Uh, yeah uh, is that the uh the athlete yes yes I think it's skip, and, think it's skip, skip. And Bailey. okay skip and like... the other dude um the and he be going ham but like having those skip conversations and Shannon Shannon skip Shannon, Shannon. Shannon there we go um skip and Shannon having these conversations every day um and putting that Every day, every day, they're having these conversations, and so I love, I love that you said that because it's such a good point. That, and I think it's a, I think it's a, a silver lining for us mm-hmm. to kind of try and focus on, right? Because when you focus on that, the good thing that's happening, it it can 
I, I want to say reignite hope. Yep. Re- exactly. And and I think even in like companies too, it was never a thing to be talked about in companies. But now, mm-hmm. you know, they're having sit downs with, you know, the black people in their company and having these conversations. And even, you know, it's, I mean, people are getting more aware of what is happening now. I think. Yeah. I mean- that is that is the thing. If you think about it, how many emails have we received from companies talking about the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Lot. Everything everything changed. We it was COVID first, and then boom. And, everything and now it's Black Lives Matter. How it how is. the company stands for the Black for, community? Yeah, it's so I mean, people are losing their jobs. You got right. Karens out here losing their jobs for acting yep. an entire mess, and you've yep. got companies saying, "No, Black lives do matter." Yep. I mean, and you've we won't got. Tolerate. Racism. And that yep. that feels like something's happening. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it might yeah. be it might. And I think one thing that I think um, I want to encourage people to do just where we're talking about Black Lives Matter is just this. Um, don't get discouraged on the PC-ness of everything, right. because everything starts out PC before mm-hmm. it becomes ingrained in the culture. Right. right. So it starts out people are doing things before they fully believe in what they're doing. Right. So they may yep. not a hundred percent agree, but they know it's the right thing to do. Right. So right. they start with doing the right thing, and then right. eventually their heart will follow. Exactly. Exactly. And to go with that point, um, you also have to disrupt the urge to to brew to ruminate. Oh, say that again. I so, so, disrupt. Yeah. Say that again. Say that again. So disrupt the urge to brood and ruminate. Um, instead of brooding over stressful events, creating feelings of anger and frustration over and over and over again, mm-hmm. um, gain insight into them. So with the whole Black Lives Matter, like the the things that have been happening and the movements and the the insight that has been coming from all of this, um, instead of I guess r- ruminating and and sitting in the frustration of everything that's going on. I see. You get what I'm saying? Gain yeah. insight into it, and that's what's yeah. what, uh, it kind of to what your point that you just said. You know, it's it's happening. Yeah. Slowly but surely, and it's mm-hmm. gonna yeah. take time for the heart to change, but there is change that is happening. Yeah. yeah. So I think, um, and that goes on a personal level. Um, without just, you know, not just in the black community, but just as a, as a woman, um, yeah. to gain that, that emotional wholeness as well. Yeah. There's a term for that, right? Is it uh, emotional intelligence? We call it EQ. 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 I never heard of EQ. Yeah. Emotional, emotional, in, emotional intelligence. I've got, I've got a couple of books on it, but, um, okay. it talks about being able to, uh, to handle, deal with process through your emotions um and everybody has like um like you have an iq you have an yes. eq okay. um where there's a score and i can share it with y'all offline but yeah definitely um getting control of those emotions processing through them in a healthy way right. and being able to you know communicate outward in a way that is uh constructive yeah and then a- another thing um that will um, that will help you gain your emotional wholeness, um, whether you're in a place right now where you're just kind of struggling with that, is to nurture your self-esteem, right? We talked about physical wholeness. We talked about nutritional wholeness. We talked about yeah. mental wholeness. 
And all of those things play into our self-esteem. If we don't feel good about ourselves, that's the energy that we're going to, that's the energy that we're going to, to release. Right. So sometimes we become self-critical when we're feeling bad and we're kicking ourselves in the rear, making us feel even worse than what we do. True. So thinking about your self-esteem, uh, your self-esteem as like, um, like an emotional immune system. Hmm. I don't well, well, like your, I like, I feel like I'm in a counseling session well, right now. Well, I did, uh-huh. I did. I've, most of you, I don't know if, if, if we've ever announced this, but I recently just graduated with my master's in counseling. And so, um, I had a lot mm-hmm. of research, um, on emotional wholeness. And so <laughs> yeah. just the years of, of schooling and getting my master's, I've just become a little bit uh, more savvy, I guess you can say in emotional wholeness, but, if, if you think about it as an emotional immune system, like we have to nurse it back to health, right? When you're feeling bad yeah. and you're sick, you take medicine or you drink tea or you, you do little remedies to make you feel good. And it's the same thing with our self-esteem. Yeah. Isn't right. that the part where people tend to do things like um, positive affirmations? Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, doing a positive self-talk. I think I'm a in, lot of I'm that enough. comes I'm into. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am enough. Yeah, I'm I, all these I'm types beautiful. of things. I'm beautiful. Yeah, I'm beautiful. I'm solid. Um, I'm grounded. Mm-hmm. All of that, and I think, and it's important to do it in the mirror, looking at yourself. And a lot of yep. people think that's funny, Hello. but it helps, <laughs> it helps you. I used to sing pretty, pretty, pretty to myself when I was younger. And I didn't even know that was positive affirmation, but it, it's, it is. it's helpful because I never it thought is, I yeah. was ugly. You know right. <laughs> Just like, okay. <laughs> I think that, uh, but that is important because confidence goes a long way. I mean, think about um, success, you know, success is really built on, uh, the consistency of the thing that you do over and over and over again that mm-hmm. builds confidence, right? Yes. Right. And so Can't then, at some nothing. point, right? At some point, you like I'm good at this, right? Yeah. I've been I've been doing it. Yeah. And I, I I think that that is the same principle with the self esteem. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, who ain't cute, girl? Please, you crazy. I'm cute right. every day, all day. Exactly. Right. I like exactly. that. I like and that a when, lot. And and to add to point, when you keep reaffirming yourself. Yeah. You don't need any reaffirmation from anybody, right? Because you have, it's like you constantly keep telling yourself, I am enough, I'm grounded, I'm beautiful. I'm, you know, you don't need an outside person to tell you that or a stranger to tell you that to feel good. I mean, I think, I think it goes hand to hand. Like, I agree that, yes, it, it, you, your self-confidence, but I think that a lot of times people's self-esteem is impacted by their environment, right? So if somebody, if you're, because con- it's what you hear, um, here I come, here I, here I go being spiritual for just a quick minute. Um, you know, I, I believe that faith comes by hearing and hearing by whatever it is you're hearing constantly, whatever you're hearing constantly, whatever you're hearing constantly. So if somebody is saying to you, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, throughout you your life you start believing that you're stupid, you're stupid and right. so then you have to do double work to affirm yourself and exactly. then sometimes that external affirmation just helps right like right because part of it i think even if we just think about being wives you could tell yourself you're beautiful all day if your husband never tells you you're beautiful it gives you cause for pause yeah you can be you like, say, Damn, i think i'm beautiful think I'm but do you think i'm beautiful right right right, right. Absolutely. So I, I mean I, 
I, I think mean, that there's that it goes hand in hand. I mean, I agree. My only thing is, I don't. I guess the way I'm made up, I don't need anyone to tell me that because you have self esteem. Yes, because my self esteem right. is is high. Not everyone, not everyone right. has that, right? Right. And so, right. And that can go back, you know, going to your point, Kendra, of affirming yourself. It goes back with another really huge point in order to gain, again, the emotional wholeness is to revive self-worth after rejection. Mm, people, right. there has been, you know, people have experienced rejection. It, it could be rejection from a parent as a, as a child. Like yeah. there's so many experiences that um, a person can go through that, that is rejection it doesn't have to necessarily be rejection in a, in a um, romantic relationship. It can be rejection from a business venture. It could be, it's so many, there's so many different things that rejection can come. And so oh, going yeah. back to your point, oh, yeah. Kendra, affirming yourself and, and overcoming that rejection by yes. affirming the aspects of yourself that you do value. So I'm loyal, I'm compassionate. I have a strong work ethic, all of those things that we were just talking about, like you mentioned. So that goes back with um, another one, just reviving, um, self-worth after rejection yeah I like that yeah um I, I, I like the 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 that reviving your self-worth because it is I think it depending on where you are and I think when we think about this current movement that we're in um when we're in this Black Lives Matter movement I think there's a lot of people who are reviving their self-worth right. after being rejected for who they are, right? Yep. You've been rejected because you're black. You've been rejected yep. because you're a woman and you're black. Yep. Um, and so you're you're trying to redefine. Like, I think I went through this whole period um, in my 30s when I was like, you know what? My name, because I used to do a lot of things to kind of hide my identity so that I would have a better opportunity for professional growth development and opportunities. So I would uh, I would go by my middle name. I would go by my maiden name. My maiden name was Wild. My middle name is Nadine. My maiden name is. Yeah. My maiden name is Wallace. So I was L. Nadine Wallace. Oh, yeah. And that so that's not sound real white girl. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> but L. Nadine Wallace got a lot of interviews and I would cover my natural hair with a wig. If when I whenever I went to Girl, interviews, you really did all that. I did all of that. I did. Uh, because yeah, I did the thing too. was because the thing was, I did not want to offend my potential interviewers by I didn't want them to be offended by my blackness. You understand right. what I'm saying? And yes. then at some point in my 30s, I was just like, bump all that. I don't have time to be. Do you know how much energy it takes to code switch? Like a lot. Code switch. Um, yeah. It takes too much energy. And that's not who I am. Right. And I am LaKendra. I am LaKendra. My name, my mama named me LaKendra. Right. And <laughs> I know that sounds real ethnic, but that's my name. And I'm tired of, you know, because then what I do is I get the job and then I'd have to tell people to call me Kendra. You know what I mean? Right. They're like, right. why would we call you Kendra? But I Your thought you were Nadine. 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 Yeah. So, right. I mean, that, that whole thing, I, we, I had to put the, to put the kibosh on that. So no, I, I, and then I, my last name is African. So, I mean, like now I know <laughs> they like, she extra black. So I just, I, I, just, <laughs> I am black. I am. Y'all better love me or don't. <laughs> no, I, Kendra, I hear you in, I, I'm telling you, I, I did a lot of code switching. Um, I changed my name from Nama to Juliet. Because Juliet sounds white. 
that's a whole that's a whole other name right because (laughs) you don't exactly you see how you guys are like who who is juliet yes that's my that's my middle name my first name is noma and so uh because I didn't, I was afraid that, you know, either, first of all, I wasn't getting a job yeah. or an interview with Nama. Yeah. So Julia got me in the door every yeah. time. Yeah. Then, you know, and then my husband's name, uh, <laughs> they were struggling with Okolo Festival. You know, Okolo, you can, you can switch it up. You can be like, oh yeah, Okolo. Now my husband's name is a different, it's a different beast. So mm-hmm. like, they don't even bother. You're just like Juliet. Let's just keep it at Juliet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but now I really don't even want to still give them my name because they, I don't think they take the time to pronounce my name right. And my name has a very um, good meaning. And so I don't want them to mess it up. So I'm going to uh, have a confession. When I first met Noma, I was like, the double N threw me off. I was exactly. like, how do, you uh, how do I pronounce it? Right. I, at first I was like, Neoma, right. because the N-E-O. Right. So that I was just like, oh, I don't know how to say this name. Because <laughs> people people call me Noma, and that's N-O-R-M-A, and that's not Norma. my name. Oh, right. Norma. That's what, well, that's what my husband kept calling you. I'm like, that's not her name. Her name right. is not Norma. Because, right. you know, but I think that that's our Americanism, and I think we have to, like, we'll do the work to figure that out. And I, I used to tell my husband, because my husband would go by his middle name, because people would call him Deo, and his name is not Deo, it's Dio. <laughs> And so I would be like, honey, no, that's, and that's exactly Day where that came from. People that was in school. People used to tease him with that. And so he, he was like, he would let he, and so he just like got tired of correcting people and he would just let them. And I'm like, no, you need to tell people um, that they need to pronounce your name right correctly so when people say dale you say i'm sorry it's dio so that they can get their tongue Child, right i'll, I'll be saying, saying it the right way. all the time i mean people I, be because like a dallas i'm like no it's not a dallas all day long you know what that's how they pronounced your name when they when your award came i'm sure they did yes oh my god Dallas, Adelise. It's not that deep Adelise. as soon as i correct them oh it's so pretty all of a sudden yeah. But I mean, I, but it's a respect thing, right? Because there was a girl I met, also also Nigerian. Um, her name, dang, I've just heard you say your name three times in a row, and now I can't think of this girl's name. Anase. Her name was Anase. Okay. And it was O N O T S E. And I was like, I was acting real American because I was like, can I just call Onset? you Anna? Can, <laughs> can I call you Anna? And she was like, no, my name is Anase. Um, and she was like, and she, and I really respect the fact that she took the time to be like, listen, I really like my name. My name has a really beautiful meaning. Um, my parents are really thoughtful in naming me and I prefer that people call me by my full name. name. And I was like, you know what? Respect. You're right. Right. You know, respect. I have to learn how to say your name. I'm going to just, I'm going to just say it how you want me to say it because it's, I mean, it is respect. And I think that that's something that, that we struggle with in the States period and just respecting, uh, various cultures and in the way that that they want to be represented like we like oh we do nicknames in the states everybody don't like a nickname right i don't want a nickname so you just gotta kind of you know uh die to self on that 
and respect, you know, where that person is. So I, right. I love that whole reviving self-worth after rejection because I think it's something, there's some empowerment that happens in that. Absolutely. The last one that I um, struggle with personally um, is shedding excessive guilt by repairing the damaged relationships. Not necessarily, I mean, that those relationships can look all types of different ways, right? That yeah. could be a friendship, that could be um, someone that, a coworker, that's, that could be just someone that crossed you that you really don't even have a quote-unquote relationship with. Yeah. But in order to gain that emotional wholeness, you have to learn how to forgive because we can forgive but not necessarily forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what, Adelis, now that you say that, it makes me go back to one of my jobs in corporate America and how I just felt like they were ungrateful. And anyways, I left. And before I was able to get something else, which is what I'm currently doing for my nine to five, I had to let go. I literally had to let go. And it's also freeing yourself because, you know, when you're under attack, it's almost like you hold on to so much and you feel like, oh, my my God, I'm just, you know, especially when somebody tells you, I think this all ties back to each other, right? When someone tells you that, you know, in the workforce that you're not good enough, then you hold on to that and you think that that is what it is, mm -hmm. you know? But the moment you begin to forgive, you forgive the individual, you forgive yourself, you maybe you even brush up your skill set and get better, you know, you begin to find that opportunity just come your way. So, I mean, to be honest, I couldn't agree more. I think the forgiveness part is hard. Um, I, that, I think that's I think that's the really most difficult part because I mean I, I'm not even gonna go into it, but I got some relationships right now that are damaged that I'm not. <laughs> I mean I just not ready to forgive. She's like I'm not just. That. I I forgive, but I'm not ready to repair the relationship. Right. So can forgive, but I don't know that I want to continue in relationship um, so I, i'm the same way i have i have a right a relationship too that i have forgiven and i have attempted to repair the relationship so per someone crossed me twice and so i forgave the first time and i attempted the repair yeah. and then they crossed me again and i was like i i, I, I struggle with wanting to repair Right, because it's like I'm done. I'm tired, and I right. I don't know. I I have in the past. I give so much grace. I've given absolutely so That's what much I grace. I am not big. I think I'm not big because this. Because at some point you have to respect yourself more, yep. and I think that it it becomes an issue not to that person but to you it, to say, okay, what's the <sighs> what's the boundary now as Christians I mean you know Jesus says that you forgive um, 10 times over but I think that where where the disconnect happens is between the forgiveness and the repairing of the relationship yeah because I can I can forgive you and you could still be on the outside of my world exactly because so right. you have forgive. at that point you're you're having a healthy boundary well, right. To protect right. yourself. Exactly. Because, right. I mean, it's almost like letting the thief in twice. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you came in here and then stole my stuff. Right. Uh, do I even let you back over my house again? You right. know what I'm saying? Can I right. trust that you're going to be in here and not walk out with something that you didn't walk in with? So I feel that that is, um, that's the, that's the hard part. But I believe that there is a wisdom 
Um, and you just have to kind of trust yourself when it comes to repairing damaged relationships. Because I have, um, you know, I've had people who did me wrong and, and uh, tried to come back. And then I have to remind myself, why are we not in relationship? Okay. Once I remember why we're not in relationship, that helps me to say, I don't think I want to rekindle this relationship. And there have been lots. I mean, there are old friends who have tried to reach out and rekindle. And I'm just like, I'm just not interested. So it's not that, you know, I'm not about the repairing, but I don't think that every relationship is for every season of your life. And I think where I'm at right now, there are some relationships that, that I just won't have anymore just because um, our lives just don't fit well together. And I think that's a part of growth and maturity and self-awareness and all of that. And I don't feel guilty about that, but I think that it, it's only necessary to repair a damaged relationship when that relationship is critical to your life. You know, you know, it's like a parent, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Uh, spouse, <laughs> you know, or a you know, sibling, an, an, a, a ex-spouse that you have kids with, <laughs> you right, know what I'm right. saying? That you that you want to repair the damage for the peace of you know the future. So I think that's that's my that's my only little one give. But we're gonna be all day, um, Noma. Um, we have talked about some of everything when it comes to being whole. From, I mean, emotional wholeness, which is huge. Uh, we talked about physical wholeness, nutritional and physiological wholeness, mental and psychological wholeness. Um, would you go ahead and take us out with some dope wife tips? Wow, guys. I mean, we've talked a lot, like Kendra said. So I just want to let you guys know that, you know, we should take responsibility to ensure that we're whole. Mm-hmm. It's very important, you know, whether it's the physical, you know, the emotional, the nutritional, you know, because that can, you know, these changes, these little changes, no matter how little they are, you know, they can make us be a better woman, you know, a a better spouse, a better wife, a better mom, you know, and um, just pretty much a better partner all around. So, I mean, guys just just take take the time take the time to you know make yourself whole whatever that might be i said we've talked about a lot of things whether it's um emotional physical nutritional um spiritual it is important that you take the time to make sure that you're whole because this will make you be a better mom a better wife a better spouse a better partner all around mm. um you know whatever whatever it is even if it's something small i'm telling you even if it's something small it definitely goes a long way and it would definitely make a positive impact in your marriage definitely Absolutely. so yeah i love that well i mean we can't go without giving some news we are so sad um that our girl Noma is going to be leaving us. She is going on to greener pastures. Our girl got big things uh, in store. She about to blow up the spot doing Amen. her own. Amen. I'm she was doing her everything. own show. <laughs> so Noma's about to do her own show. She's got it uh, already launched right now. So she's doing a, a talk show 
and and a brand, I believe, called You Can't Stop Step Up. Number, why don't you tell the people a little bit about that? So pretty much You Can't Stop Step Up is a platform where we discuss pretty much everything from lifestyle to business to fashion. Um, I bring on SX aspects there whether is wherever they are in their journey so whether they're experienced or they're just starting or they're in you know in the middle um just so that it's it's a form of encouragement for us not to be able to give up on our journey on the path that we're in right because life itself is very difficult and we have different phases ups and downs and like Adelie said it's always good to you know reassure yourself and not stay in the failure right you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta step up from that you know you gotta elevate from that you know mm-hmm. you gotta see the positive from that so for me that platform is all about positivity right you know we have conversations i'm about to launch my website where we're gonna have mesh we're gonna have um life journey mentors and who knows my girls here <laughs> Adelise, kendra i mean guys i mean it's 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 sad for me. I tell you, um, I it's it's bittersweet because this is this is a platform that, you know, we we created together, and yeah. and I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss each and every one of you, and I'm gonna miss being on this platform, you know. But I tell you what, my social media is gonna be blowing up for every drop that there is out there on Monday, <laughs> every tea <laughs> I read dropping on Monday, and I'm gonna be listening. Yeah, and, the party don't mean, stop. Yeah, the party cannot stop. No, the love don't stop. So it I just cannot. want to put that out there for our it our cannot. listeners. We still we we're loving on Noma. We are supporting her uh, in her venture, and we understand. You know, everybody's got you know things that they got going on in their life, and sometimes right. you know you just gotta go and do do that next thing. And right. that's cool. so we we support her one hundred percent. We love her to life. And definitely Three Dope Wives is going to be here. Uh, we have a new wife who's going to be joining us. Y'all will see her next time. But right now, yeah. we just want to love on our girl, Noma, and just say, you know, we appreciate you, girl. We, I'm so glad that you uh, have been a part of this journey with us. She rocks hard. She works hard. She does her thing. And, you know, girl, we're going to miss you. I'm we gonna are. miss you guys. Guys, come on, come on, come on. Let's let's <laughs> let's not be emotional over look, here. Look, when COVID is over, when we had a dinner party, you still coming. Oh, right. What's that's the dope wife nation? Did you forget? Where come on, yes. we got to roll that out. Remember? Always a part of the dope wife nation. Always. Absolutely. Once a dope wife, always a dope, a dope wife. wife. You can never go back. I can okay. never go back. So yeah. my girls over here. I mean, guys, you guys are killing it. We're almost at what seven hundred guys. That's 700 downloads. I, I mean, hey, we, we st- like, like I told my husband, I was one, I would always say that I was one of the co-founders Absolutely. of Dope Wives, and that's never going to change. That's never going to change. And it's always going to be on my page, even if I'm out, I'm yeah. always going to continue to, to create the hype, the buzz, because I think, like, this platform is solid. I think, you know, it, 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 you know, it has made me be a better wife. It has made me be a better mother. It has made me be more patient in my journey, appreciating my journey as a mom and as a wife. So, Absolutely. So, girl, we love you. Love you guys, and, too. Hey, we uh, listeners, we love y'all. Uh, you are definitely welcome. Hey, why don't y'all do this for us? Go ahead and drop some hearts for Noma. 
uh, on our on our uh, IG page at Three Dope Wives. You can drop some hearts for Noma on Facebook uh, at Three Dope Wives or on Twitter at Three Dope Wives. Um, just show her some love. Say Noma, we love you. We miss you. We supporting you. Go ahead and drop her some love. Um, and if you ever want to get in on a conversation, you can send us an email at Three Dope Wives at Gmail dot com. That's T H R E E Dope Wives at gmail.com and y'all we love you and we'll see you next time peace bye bye this has been another episode of three dope wives sis we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us yep listen i want you to know something every day a woman is married and a wife is made Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Ush. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy crazy married life crazy married life i promise we will now if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion please send your request to three dope wives at gmail.com that's t-h-r-e-e dope wives at gmail.com and we'll see you again next time girl <laughs>